you see, uh, enormous power with people. Yes. In the face of a killing machine like Hitler's yes. army, how does one, in listening with giraffe ears, avoid meeting a real immediate death? So you're, face, you're up against some people who are using uh, violence to kill people and you are confronting them. How do you avoid being killed? Is that, is that yeah, your question? What does one person do in, in the face of a, of a killing army? Well? If you don't have a facilitator like Marshall Rosenberg there to make two sides meet, how does one person meet? Well, you could, do, you, could do what the king of, uh, you could do what the king of Denmark did when the Nazis said, the next day all Jews will come out in the streets with their yellow armbands on. We are going to round them up and ship them off to a concentration camp. So what can one person do? The king of Denmark said, all citizens please tomorrow wear yellow bands so the Nazis can't tell who is who. That's what one person could do. And the next day, the poor, do you feel sad for the poor Nazis? They can't tell all their guns and all of their power, they, they, they couldn't do anything. Thousands of lives were saved. You spoke about um, healing needs take place before empathy can register or, or kick in. And is that healing as a completed series of stages or can it just be an initiated process of beginning to heal? Um, I would think when, when one's healing over witnessing that kind of atrocity to one's kid is not going to happen, may not happen in the course of a immediate exchange with somebody. Well, I've been exploring uh, ways of speeding up that healing because unfortunately there's so much of it that needs to get done in this world now. I mean, so enormous amount. So uh, I was trained in healing in the psychoanalytic model taught to think that even minor pains are going to take two or three years of... Uh, mm. I now find that in about an hour I can do more than I was doing in three years mm -hmm. to heal pain. Mm -hmm. With much even worse pain than that. Mm -hmm. How? First of all, by not talking about what happened. All talking about how horrible what these people did, waste of time and energy. If we can maximize getting the person to have some empathy for what's alive in them right now. So I've demonstrated that a little bit today. I've been playing the other person with giraffe ears, you see. You notice that? And I do that in these situations. I play the man who raped this woman and give her empathy now with giraffe ears. I play the role of in Algeria, the man who took this woman outside and made her watch while my friends dragged her best friend to her death behind the car, and then I took her in the house and raped her in front of her parents. I play the role of that man with giraffe ears, and she gets a chance to express that pain and have it heard by a person in the role of that other person. And I find that I can get the healing taking place in one hour that I couldn't get in three years of traditional techniques. So there are ways, I'm convinced, that we can speed up the healing. But there does need to be some healing in the form of empathy in there before we ask this person to do other things. Okay, so 
Now we've got your anger clear. You're angry because you got the SH word in your head. Yes. And now uh, let's get that out of your head. Uh, what's the need that's behind that SH word? See, all judgments that make us angry are tragic suicidal expressions of need. So let's, let's use the judgment to hear the need behind it. What's the need that isn't getting that? I, I need to have access to my father. Yes, you really need access, connection with your father. And now when your attention is fully on that, how do you feel? A lot of sadness. Yeah, yes. See immediately how the... Now she's having life-serving feelings. Tremendous sadness. What was rage a moment ago? Sadness. The rage is still there, too. <laughs> then, then it's divided, but that's you're, switching then you're still, back you're and still forth. switching up there. I mean, but, I, yeah. but then if I really want to help her heal, I will keep bringing her back to the need. So you have this real need for the connection with your father and feeling this enormous sadness that that need isn't getting met. Because I'll want her to act out of that because that's much more likely to get her needs met than whatever she does acting out of that anger. Okay. I've tried everything, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. So far. Yeah. Now I'm at left with anger and rage. <laughs> yeah. So, well, the, the one thing I want you to try that I think will have some power, but I don't want you to try it too quick, you see, which is to empathize with this rascal. But I don't want you even to think of empathizing with this rascal until you've had enough empathy for your sadness. You see, just as I said earlier, I don't want the parents empathizing with the people who cut off the arms of their children before they've had all the empathy that they need. But I really don't think we can resolve things until they can empathize with the other person. I don't think she can heal in this until she can empathize with this rascal that says, uh, it's not up to me, talk to your father. So let's get, get this empathy from this person. So we'll put some giraffe ears on this person. I don't believe that, though. Hard to even imagine that rascal with giraffe ears. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hard no. to even imagine it. Yep. So there's this rage toward me because you see me as cutting you off from something valuable, and but behind that is this deep need you have for connection with your father and a sadness at not having that. Uh, that's, that's a lot of the rage and I can't, I can't seem to have any effect on mm -hmm. that. And then on top of this is powerless. You feel powerless to, what can you do to get the understanding that you need? I feel completely powerless to talk to you. Yeah. You won't let me talk to you and, and it, my father's terrified of you and he'll do, he's collapsed. He's completely collapsed into your control. Yeah. So you feel powerless to persuade me and you're not, you feel sad because you can't imagine that your father could do anything? No, he's given up. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's 
this side thing, but it's even sadder because my father was a conscientious objector during the Second World War, and he was able to stand up yeah. to the world, and he can't stand up to you, so you must be one yeah. hell of a jackal. jackal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's especially painful when you recall the strength your father had in living in harmony with his values. <laughs> and now to see him so overwhelmed. He's so full of shame and guilt about yeah. whatever he's full of shame and guilt about. He can't yeah. make his needs to you known in a way that yeah. your needs are so much bigger, I guess, and you just putting control on him. He's to blame for everything, all your pain. <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the daughter he feels closest to, so I'm the one that you've got to punish, I guess. But I'm, 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 I'm not this, right now I'm not feeling this nice. I'm, I'm still feeling sadness <coughs> and I just want to rage. Furious, uh, you really want me to see how painful it is to me and to your father. Uh, you want me to get my needs met in a way that is not so costly to you and your father. And this all seems so hypocritical with what you are doing in the world. Yeah, and especially you and my father. <laughs> you have a need for some integrity, and, and when you see us saying one thing and working for one thing and behaving this way. Totally. It makes even more pain. More pain. Then yes. I, I question everything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's ridiculous? The ear, the star in my eye? Or this ring in my tongue? <laughs> the ring, actually. The ring, actually? The ring really yes, that ring came in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> uh, a man before lunch said, Marshall, after lunch, there's such a situation, it's so painful for me, really, I don't even know how to get at it. Could we do it after lunch? I said, what is this? It's so painful. <laughs> my 14-year-old daughter wants to get a ring in her tongue. <laughs> Can we deal with that after lunch? I said, okay. So. During the lunch break, the jackal said to me, don't you think it would be more realistic if I had a ring in my tongue? <laughs> I said, jackal, that's a fine idea. So we went out and found a veterinary who would uh, do this work. And so we got the ring in the jackal's tongue. And after lunch, the man sits down and uh, said, okay, now let's pretend like this is your daughter. Yes, uh, and the jackal says, Dad, what's wrong with a ring in the tongue? And he falls on the floor laughing. <laughs> it was so serious before lunch. So anyway, after the workshop, uh, I went to take it out, but the jackal wouldn't hear of it. It loves it. So what am I going <laughs> to what am I going to do? So yeah, I know it's I know it's hard to imagine this person, this woman, with a ring in her tongue and the yeah. giraffe ears on, yeah. and a star in the eye. Can you hear me now, or do you want me to hear more of you? 
can no, you, I want you to hear can more. Can you guess what my need is and what I've, what I've done? I can. Please do. What is my need? First. It's okay. Put the analysis out. I know a little bit. Yeah. I know a little bit about your, uh, just a tiny bit about your life, and that yeah. you were, um, you an alcoholic mother, and your father left you when you were six, and I think I think you're pretty, pretty pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you've needed my father's. Uh, um, name and attention and you haven't gotten it the way you really, really wanted it. So you've got to control everything around him. That's my analysis. Well, let me make it clearer for you. Okay. Yes, I'm deeply hurt. Deeply hurt. That some of my needs have not been met in relationship to your father. And deeply hurt that my pain, I don't feel is understood by you, but I'm judged. I have a fear that I, instead of getting understood by you, I'm judged by you. And how do you feel when I tell you this? Yeah, uh, I'm sure that's true, but I'm, so, yeah, I feel like you just transferred so all your you, stuff onto me. So you really want to be free from responsibility, from what I'm saying? I do. Yes, and I'm glad because I'm not wanting to say that you are. I'm really wanting to let you know what's going on in me, which is that I'm deeply hurt and I'm not wanting to blame you. I'm just wanting you to be honest with me. Me, me to be honest with you? No, I, I want to be honest with you. Oh, you want to be honest with me. Now that I have these giraffe ears on, I'm interested no. in reconciliation and healing between us. So I'm not blaming you for my hurt or your father for my hurt, but I do need you to know mm-hmm. how deeply hurt I feel. I'm willing to take responsibility for it, but I still need empathy mm. for how hurt I feel. Mm. I would have liked more understanding from you and more gratitude from your father. Mm. I, I understand my father <clears throat> turned out to be a disappointment in a lot of ways for you. And, and somehow I came into that yes. uh, too. Yes. Somehow I fit into that. Yes. I didn't even know how yes. until recently. But and, I, uh, and I hate some of the things I've said to you, uh, like the one you started off tonight quoting. But I am in such pain and such hurt that it's all I can do to control myself. How do you feel when I say that? 
I get panicky in my stomach and I wonder if, if you can't control yourself, does that mean I still, you're, you're still somehow going to make it so that I can't be with my father? Yeah. yeah, so you're really afraid that if my panic is so great, you're still not going to get your need met. Yeah. In fact, if you're taking responsibility for it or hearing any blame, I'm not getting the empathy I need. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I need is for you to take responsibility for it. Because then I can't get the empathy. Okay, well as long as you're not asking me to take responsibility for it. Well, I will when I don't have these ears on. Right. <laughs> and that's especially the time when it will be important for you to empathize and not get caught up in that. Mm -hmm. Not to hear what I think. But I'm making it easy on you now. I'm, I'm taking responsibility for my pain. All I'm asking for is just connection, just empathy. Later, I am going to blame you a bit for it. Just so you can get a chance to try out your new ears. But, uh, but we're going okay. at this gradually. Okay. I can certainly do my best. So, let me say it again. And just, I'm not asking you to take responsibility for it, but just please hear it. Hear it when I say that I am in such agonizing hurt. And mixed all with rage, because when I don't have these ears on, the hurt turns into rage. And but that combination of hurt and rage. And let's not get into whether it ca it's caused by my own childhood. Intellectually, that's probably true, but that kind of thinking will get you in the way, get in the way of giving me the full attention I need to what's alive in me now, however it got started. What I need is someone to hear just this excruciating, hurt I feel in relationship to your father and, it, and to you. So could you tell me that? Tell you how, what I understand just what you I just said? Just what I just said, yes. Um, I hear that you are in such excruciating pain that, um, <laughs> that you, I need to, um, you hope that I can hear that that's what's in the way of thank you thank you thank you thank you're you. making the connection with me thank you and when i really need you to have the same quality of empathy as you're giving me now is when i'm communicating in those other ways that makes it a real challenge yeah i need you to not just intellectually know that but i need you to be here at those times that makes sense to me. Yeah. If I'm <coughs> capable of doing that, um, I certainly try. So let's see if you're capable of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 okay. Don't talk to me, talk to your father. slow here. Yes, let's go real slow. Um. Blank. <laughs> Blank. Uh, oh. You, you don't, you don't, uh, <laughs> You, 
you feel uh I need to know how she's feeling. Even if she's you're stuck, feeling, just looking just getting stuck angry. is great. You don't have to guess right, we just have to guess human. How am I feeling? Somebody's saying no, she's no, I know. Right. She's feeling angry. Are you feeling angry? Are you Are you feeling angry when you say that? Because you're needing. What's the need behind it? Because you're needing me to. You're needing. Read yourself out of there. What's she needing? Because you need me to understand. No, not me. You need understanding. Uh, you See, need. Don't mix up the need uh, and the request. Right. She may want you to do some things to meet the need. Uh -huh. Let's learn how to keep them separate. Just to hear the need separate from the request. So you you're need needing understanding. Some yes, but I've long since given up the possibility that either you or your father are going to understand. Give me my formula again. <laughs> so <laughs> you're feeling. Are you feeling? Feeling and then her need. Yes. I keep focusing on her feeling and her need. Yes. So you, uh, you don't feel. No, not I. So you you're feeling. You feeling hopeless about now you're cooking. Uh, about being understood. That's right. That's right. And I'm not going to suffer anymore. I've suffered enough with it, with you and your father. So you want to talk to him? Talk to him. But I'm not going to suffer anymore. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not going to suffer anymore. You've been in a lot of pain about this for a while. Yes, long I time. have. Yes, I have. What kind of pain? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, my old that, therapy training. Yes, that shifts from empathy to psychoanalytic right, jackal. Right, right. And in empathy, we're not trying to direct. We're trying to connect with. We're following the other person's energy. Right. We don't take them to somewhere else. What kind of pain? No, just connect with what's in them right now. Right. So that you're, yes, you are? And I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to take it anymore. I've had enough. You are, s you are tired, sick and tired of not feeling understood. You're darn right. And being exploited. <coughs> uh, feel you feel taken advantage of. Don't go there. That's no. still a thought. What's the need yeah. behind the judgment exploited? feel respected. That's right. After all I did for your father, to not only not get the respect that I was deserving, to have happened to me what I what happened. I, you never felt seen for what happened to you. I didn't get any, I not only didn't get the respect that I deserved, I got tromped on. Yeah, you got very, got very very hurt and very yes. stepped on. And now don't use the images. Yeah, right. Don't reinforce no. the images. <laughs> got very hurt. Yes. Your need for respect wasn't met. You keep coming back to the need. Mm. The need that's behind the images. Don't repeat the images because mm. every yeah. repetition of the images makes just reinforces sense. the jackal thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. You got very, very hurt and disrespected. No, that's, that's another image, disrespected. Oh. See, that says right. that your father disrespected. No, your need for respect wasn't met. Didn't leave it, let's not get into images of the other person disrespected. 
Your need, need for, for respect wasn't met. Your need for respect was n not met. That's right. Now you've done a lot of work there. You've mm -hmm. done a lot of work. I ask a lot of people, how many times in your life, if you've been in pain, can you remember having someone hear your pain the way she just did? Just hear the feelings and the needs for even one time. Just even once. She's done it three sequences. I'd say half the people cannot remember a time in their life that they've gotten this much empathy. Even when they didn't express it in a way that was so hard to give it to them. What they remember is their parents trying to give them the empathy by saying, here, here, have a sucker, maybe you'll feel better. Or you shouldn't feel that way, the other people mm -hmm. meant well. But to get this kind of empathy, about half the people cannot recall one time they've gotten it, one message. Mm -hmm. And now this person, even though this person has been a real test for your ears, already three interchanges, and I think those three interchanges have already created a connection. We're not, we haven't solved anything yet. But these connections build the basis for which the solution can happen. But without this basis, forget any kind of resolution that will meet everybody's needs. Yes? When, she, when the jackal said, when the jackal was, or you said to the jackal, so you want respect, and then the jackal said, yes, I want respect, <coughs> in that situation, it's really hard for me, at least, to, to, like, I would be thinking, well, you want respect, well, you don't deserve it. <laughs> and so, um, it seems like you almost, at that point, have to just put all your thinking about the situation aside and in if order you can't, to just... Or, or if you can't, you need to give yourself some empathy. In order to just, like, just don't even get into the reality of the story, but just in, in order to keep kind of just playing with their needs and feelings. And if you can't, then you need to give yourself some empathy. You need to stop and, and hear what's alive in you that's keeping you from hearing this person. And then... It, but it just seems that you can't get into the story at all. You just have to keep just reminding yourself to just connect with the needs. And Generally, I would say, in almost all of our interactions, going back into the story isn't going to meet anybody's needs. Talking about the past neither can, is going to heal or resolve. Mm. I guess what I'm partly saying is when someone says, I want respect, yeah. it's such a... On the one hand, I can see that you're saying it's just someone expressing their needs. Yes. On the other hand, it's almost like inflammatory because it's in a way, or the way my ears hear it, is it's, and you haven't been respectful. It's implicit. And yeah. so that's but I, how do you deal with that? And even if they say, you know, and then they start to tell me the story. Because you did this, yes, so your need for respect hasn't been met. It's still alive, you see. It's still really alive. So your need, you still have this need for respect that's not been met. Yes. And so as a giraffe, I know that I, going into the past isn't going to solve that. So I have to help this person get clear now, what are they requesting of me at this moment in relationship to that unmet need for respect? Two questions, though. One is if, um, if they're wanting respect, if they say, well, I want you to respect me right now, yes. that may not be, given everything that's happened, that may not be an option. 
Well, the problem is, see, respect is not a request. That's the unmet need. Then I have to help this person get clear. What is their present request of me to meet this need for respect that hasn't been met? And to get that from a jackal is not going to be easy because jackals are not used to living in the present and being clear what they want now. They live in the past. They say, you didn't do this. Yes. So jackal, could you tell me what you're requesting of me right now in relationship to that? You had no right. You did this. Yes, but jackal, hold it now. What are you wanting from me right now? It's an almost unanswerable question for most people because they're not alive right now. They're, they're living in the past. So we need to help bring them to the moment to help them to get clear. The healing can take place right now. It can happen right now. It can't happen in the past. So can I just follow with... I'd be very interested in seeing you do that after we finish this, because that's where I get stuck. And also, um, the thing about it is, is because when there's, because that's the, it's those kind of statements which I hear as inflammatory that get, that pull me back into the, the jackal, because when they say, well, um, if I were to say, if they said, well, I need your respect, I need respect, then I somehow get confused that I'm at fault because that I did it to them. Yes. And yes. I'm wondering how if do you, you don't keep that? If you don't keep your attention on the present, what is alive in here right now? What is this person presently feeling and needing? And what are they wanting from me right now? If your attention isn't there, it will be very easy to hear criticism. And once you hear that, nobody's likely to get their need met. But I guess what I'm saying is how is it, are they criticized? You're saying the statement. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as criticism. What we hear as criticism is an ex a painful expression of please. Please, please, please. There is no criticism. Even if they think they're being criticized? I mean, there is no criticism. If you are a giraffe, <laughs> there is no criticism. It does not exist. You are aware that what used to look like criticism when you wore jack jackal ears, you now see is a suicidal, tragic expression of an unmet need. That's all you hear. A need that's being expressed in a way that's going to be hard to get met by anyone who doesn't have giraffe ears on. I'm wondering if you're confusing. What I get confused with is that if I hear someone say, I don't get respect, then it triggers my own need that hasn't been met. I mean, it just keeps... If you also Triggering. have a need that is for respect that isn't met, right. it's going to be hard for you to hear the others because your pain is there. Yeah. Right. So I think that's where I... And there'll be no problem as long as you see that, as long as you see, oh boy, this gets me in touch with my own pain. Right. Well, There's I was no problem. As long as you're in touch with your pain and or the other person's pain, right. no problem. Well, I was brought, my culture was being brought up with pacifist parents whose... Who's you know, the needs of everybody else, all the starving children in India and the Vietnamese who were burning up and Africans who were dying, everybody else, their needs were more important. So I didn't have any needs either. So for me to, to be giving Susan her <laughs> needs is what's, I think, triggers, and I just wondered if it was the same thing, it's what's triggering 
my inability to keep hearing her wants, her wants, her wants, her wants, her mm -hmm. wants, her need, her need, her need. Yeah. And mine keeps getting obliterated so again you and again and so again. So we have to teach you, in addition to empathy, especially given your background that you say, probably before we need to teach you more empathy, we need to teach you how to scream and giraffe. Mm -hmm. To get your needs met. Yeah. Oh, it's a new one. What's that like? Screaming in giraffe Screaming is uh, in giraffe. like this. Sounds like fun. This person says, uh, I'm really feeling hurt, and I have a need for some respect for, you know, what I did. And then screaming in giraffe, I, right now I'm in too much pain to give you that because my need for respect hasn't been met. Mm -hmm. And here's what I want from you. I want you to acknowledge what I did to create a relationship with you. Ah. You like that? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Notice I didn't scream any criticism. Mm -hmm. I was screaming what was in my heart. I was screaming my present feelings, my present needs, and my present requests. That's screaming in giraffe. Did you scream <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pain. And if you have jackal ears, you'll hear hostility. Yeah. If you have giraffe ears, you'll receive a great gift. You'll see the excruciating pain I'm feeling. If I'm talking, even if I'm talking to a jackal, that's less likely to provoke rage than other jackal states. They may not be able to hear my screaming in giraffe, but I've been very amazed over the years that the more I scream in giraffe, even jackals can hear it sometimes. Because I'm really being vulnerable when I scream in giraffe. I'm really putting out my pain. Mm. And I've even been amazed at times how jackals mm. have heard it. Yes. Okay, I empathize with that. First of all, most of the time people think they want an apology or vengeance. Their real need is for empathy for their suffering. I've yet to see a person who's gotten real empathy for their suffering that still wants an apology. But see, if they, if after I've given them the empathy, if they say they want an apology, I know they don't want an apology, but they want the real stuff, which would be they want to hear whether I'm mourning or not. And if I am, I'll say that. I won't say I'm sorry. I'll say, I can tell you this, I feel very sad that I wasn't able to hear your pain before this. And I've yet to see anybody who gets that that wants me to say, I hate myself, I was wrong. I am a giraffe. I cannot ever promise what I'll do in the future. I can only tell you what my present intentions are. And I don't think anybody who's honest can ever promise you more than that. I can only tell you what my present intentions are. I cannot tell you what I'll do five minutes from now. You don't care enough to tell me that you're going to... No, I'm not expecting the jackal to hear that right away. I'm just, I'm giving you that that if I'm really a giraffe, I know I cannot promise anybody anything about the future. All I can do is tell them what my present intention is. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about my aunt who's in a lot of pain and has a lot, a lot of stories, as a lot of us do. And I was trying to visualize trying to have this conversation with her, although there's nothing between the two of us, yeah. but just in her pain. And I could just... Um, I couldn't 
think of her being able to actually be in touch with her present feelings? No, so what you have to do is interrupt her in giraffe. And you have to keep interrupting, is that it? Oh, very often, because, see, I had an aunt that literally, this is serious, for, for over 30 years, she told the same story over and over again. <laughs> hey, cousin, cousin, there's my cousin. Uh, and that's because uh, n none of us knew how to interrupt in giraffe. You see. Uh, so what, what did we do? Of course, when, during the family parties, we would try to leave before she got there. <laughs> if we were too late, we'd go and hide under the bed. Uh, you know, anything not to hear the story again. The whole time she's telling the story, the family is sitting there like this, you know. <laughs> looking at the watch, holding the watch to the ears, I mean. Um, because for 30 years she had deep pain, and she needed empathy for the pain, and she didn't know that talking about what happened isn't going to get you the healing you need, and we family members didn't know how to interrupt in giraffe. Now, how would we have interrupted in giraffe when we had heard one word more than we wanted to hear. We would have said, excuse me, Auntie, are you feeling because you are needing? Nobody ever did that. I'm confident that had we done that, she would have gotten her needs met and not have to repeat this for 30 years. But she didn't know how to tell her present feelings. She thought that somehow by telling everybody the story, she'd get understood. Mm -hmm. Telling the story doesn't get us the understanding we need. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering how a person like that... Um, like us. Like that, like us. Yes. Um, like me. Um, <laughs> you know, even if you're saying, okay, you know, Auntie, what are you feeling right now? No, you don't ask that. Oh, you guess. Okay. Yes. So, and you need yes. Okay, but she doesn't know her feeling and she doesn't know her No, but that'll help her get to it faster than anything. But don't expect her right away to do it. So, Auntie, are you, so you be the auntie for a moment. Let's hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do the accent. Um, I don't, is it on? Maybe it's new Hold it up close to your mouth. Uh, is, this, is this useful? Okay. Um, um, my, I know my children love me because even though auntie, they don't come me. to excuse see me. me excuse and, me, Auntie. Um, excuse me. Already I hear the feelings and the needs. I don't want to hear the rest. So, Excuse me, Auntie. I'm hearing you feeling a lot of hurt. That you really need some reassurance that you're cared for. No, I'm not feeling hurt. I'm just, I just, I, I just, you know, I think that your mother doesn't excuse understand. Excuse me, excuse me, Auntie, excuse me, but if you're not feeling hurt, I'd really like to know then what you are feeling. Angry, sad, I'd, I'd really like to connect with your feelings. Well, I'm just feeling um, frustrated because okay. I, every time I, you know, okay. your mother is always so saying So you're feeling frustrated because your attempts to connect with people are not working and they're not getting the connection you would like. No, I connect with people very well. Yes. I don't, you know, why are you saying that to me? I, I, I have lots of friends. Yes, okay, but then I, excuse I me, then if I haven't guessed your needs, then I'd like you to tell me what the needs are. So I only guess one time, you see, and then if the person's still, then I, I'll pull them by the ears to help me here, then have them tell me. 
Well, I'll guess once to help them get clear, but if they don't, I'll keep pulling them by the ears so that what I'm interacting with them at is the level of present feelings and needs, not hearing the story. Okay? Do you want to keep, do you want to keep going? Because I could tell you this story. I, well, I, <laughs> and, and I will keep pulling you by the ears to get you back here to the present, telling me your present feelings and needs. Because you don't want to hear my story? No, because I want to connect with you. Because I want to connect with you, Annie, and I don't want to be like I've done in the past, which is tune you out and avoid you every chance I get. <laughs> I really want to connect with you. But in I order to do... I feel very hurt that you're saying that. Because and I, I feel more connected, to connect with And you. I feel more connected with you now than you're telling me this, that you're hurt, than I have in the past when you tell me the story. So I really want to connect with what's alive in you, Annie. I really don't even understand what you're saying at all. And I feel more connection when you say that than when you're telling me the story. At least we're here in the present confronting each other. I feel more alive. I feel more connection. We want to hear the story. That's all she needs is people like you. I'll go with then you. Then you go and listen to the damn story for 30 years. <laughs> don't call Marshall when he gets Don't call me. Yes. I was going to ask if you can, uh, can you do this uh, with Auntie and be in reaction? Can you listen and speak in giraffe and still be having perhaps your anger and your frustration. Didn't you see me expressing it there? I, I got irritated and I, and, and, you know. You and didn't I, seem to be reacting though, you were. I said I'm frustrated, I don't want to go into the past, Andy. I want to stay right where we're at right now. So even a giraffe can be feeling angry and. Giraffes are not nice. Giraffes are not nice. Do, don't think that to be nonviolent requires you to be nice. Much of the violence in the world is created by nice people who sit back no matter what's going on. No, no, no. Giraffe doesn't require you to be nice. It requires you to either be expressing your pain or your joy or hearing the other person's pain or joy. But if you're not in joy, then you're in pain. You let it be known. But you scream in giraffe. You don't, you don't scream criticism. You scream feelings, needs, requests. Thank you. Please um, speak into the mic. Uh, okay, yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I know that the feeling I have is sort of rage and anger. Rage and anger. Okay. Um, um, you're, I don't know, President Clinton or somebody in the government. Let's see. Is that mic working or do we have a better mic? Let's use the other one then. It's a little <laughs> How's that? Okay. So I was saying you you'd be yeah uh, you'd be President Clinton or somebody from the government, and I'm uh, me. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm President Clinton. So 
I, I read uh, recently that um, <coughs> recently um, the U.S. government sold $22 million in um, weapons to the Sri Lankan government. Yes. And um, I feel, am I doing jackal or giraffe or just whatever? Well, you tell me. Do you <coughs> want me to put uh, giraffe ears on, uh, on this uh, jackal? It's better than a jackal response, yes. Okay, so... <coughs> All right. Now this jackal has giraffe ears. Say it whatever way you want. Because um, with these well, ears on, this person can hear nothing except giraffe. First time, first response I had was um, a sense of uh, helplessness and rage and anger at um, at the fact of the arms sale and at the timing of it, given that apparently Norway has been in there talking about mediation between the conflicting parties. And just at that time, to go in and get involved by selling arms seems really um, destructive. And I just, I feel so, so scared of what's already been going on for the last 20 years and what the scale will just go up through the roof with the, the amount of violence that these So let me see if I'm, uh, see now if this j jackal politician has giraffe ears, he's going to interrupt her because she's under <laughs> tremendous time pressure and she's way over the 40 word limit, not realizing that she's using precious time. Uh, but now if he's kind, he will interrupt her, but not to take the flow of communication away from her but to help bring her to life quicker so that we can make most productive use of this time. See, so here's, he interrupts, but, but notice he doesn't uh, take the conversation away. It's to help her get more connected to life. So if I'm hearing you, uh, I'm hearing that you suffer immensely because you know what goes on in that country and the amount that people have suffered. And you have some hopes about this Norwegian mediation. You really would like to support that in the hopes that this might work. So then it is enormously painful to you when you see the amount of weapons that we're prepared to send over there right now. Have I heard what you're say, wanting to say to me? Um, yeah, except there's a lot more energy to it. You want me to really see just how much you're suffering from this, the rage, it's just, hurt? It's so, it, it, it defies logic to me that... Yes. Yes, it, it is so frightening to you that, that this could happen. How could anyone do that with a, an awareness of the history of the situation? And to think of what weapons might do over there when there's already so much suffering, it's just, it's an, it's an intense pain you feel. When a lot of governments have refused to deal in arms with the Sri Lankan government because of its incredibly bad human rights yes. so any history. And to give those weapons to a, a group of people who have shown such violence to people who are different. How, you, it defies your understanding to imagine how we could, I could have supported that. Yeah. 
And of course, I'm just staying with this now because I'm being a good student. What I n did in my head when I first found out was to go into this <sighs> feeling a lot of anger and, and blame. It's, yes, it's like the richest country in the world does not need to make more money by selling arms. Yes, and, and what's really scary for up. you is to be in a world where people might do that in order to meet needs of theirs for status, for financial security, financial gain, that, that, that people would choose to do that for those reasons at the cost of the suffering. It just is excruciatingly painful to you. Yeah. Is there anything else you want me to hear? Let me ask this. What is your present request of me now that I've heard that? This is very important if you are a giraffe. When we have limited time with somebody, if we don't have clear present request, we're not likely to go out of that meeting with what we wanted. So she's lucky that this person has giraffe ears who's helping her get that. Because if she didn't make a clear present request, she's asking for this. Well, I thank you very much for coming in and letting your thoughts be understood because it behooves us all as American citizens <laughs> living in a country that fosters this kind, fosters free expression, that it, uh, it is wonderful that you exercise your right, <laughs> but you ask for it by not making a clear present request. So when you don't make a clear present request, get used to bureaucratic blah, blah, blah. But now, put on giraffe ears and make a clear present request. What are you wanting from my friend Bill here? <laughs> Billy Jeff. Billy Jeff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I really want is for those arms not to go there. Good, now put, put that into a present request. Mr. Clinton, I'd like you to tell me what could be done to prevent that happening. See, that's a present request. Mm -hmm. But don't just say a general future request. I would like, Mr. Clinton, would you tell me what would need to happen to, for those arms not to be sent? If that's what you want. But make it a clear present request. And In fact, I would have recommended if this was a limited time with the president, I would have suggested that you start with that. I learned this trick from a member of a street gang that I was with. Became, we could be close, and one day we were trying to get some money from a foundation uh, for funding a school that we were trying to do together for kids that were kicked out of school or pushed out. And my friend said to me, uh, we needed $55,000. And he said, uh, hey, B, the first time he heard my name is Marshall B. Rosenberg. That's pretty formal for him. So from that point on, all the gang members ever called me was B. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> they were impressed with the name, but it was too much, you know. So for the next 13 years when I traveled, hey, B, <laughs> hey, B. Don't you know the guy down there, what, that, that, that foundation that you were getting all that money? To, yeah, you mean the Danforth Foundation? Yeah, let's go down there and get some money. <laughs> yeah, don't I wish. Uh, yeah, but I happen to know that the 
the funding so, uh, time is two weeks ago. You had to get the application in, and do you know what you have to do to get a proposal in there? You got all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's what you're supposed to. Can you get the appointment? I said, yeah. Let's go down there. I didn't know what he had in mind, but anyway, I could get the appointment. I'd work with the Danforth Foundation. I was told by the secretary, uh, Dr. Schwilk, uh, said he would see you since I told him it was important. Uh, he can squeeze you in between appointments. Uh, so I, we knew we had very limited time. So we go into the office and uh, I said, Dr. Schwilk, this is my colleague uh, Al Chappelle. Al Chappelle, this is Dr. Gene Schwilk, president of the Danforth Foundation. He reaches across, shakes his hand and says, where's the money? <laughs> right to a present request, you see? And I wanted to hit him. You know, oh my God, you know, what the hell is he doing, you know? <laughs> really, I, I was really irritated. And, uh, what money? <laughs> the money for the fun school. What's the fun school? But now notice, we're using the precious time for this person to get the information he needs to decide whether he wants to give us what we want. <coughs> Precious time. But he's telling us what he needs to know. Um, we walked out with $55,000. I didn't make it clear from the beginning. I, I wanted to play him so that I could get in touch with what happened for me. Because oh. I, I don't imagine I'll actually have a chance I to see. talk with him, so. I got you. So, yeah. So if you ever do, though, I just want you to see, start any meeting where you have a lot resting on it with limited time. Start by requesting of the other person that they ask you what they need to know to give you what you want. Got that? Start by asking them to ask you what they need to know to give you what you want. <laughs> so I come into your office, I say, what do you need to know right now to, choose, to know whether you want to give us the money for our project? What do you need to know? Well, what project? See, but, okay, so you have to know what project. I'm already asking you to get clear what you need to know to decide whether you want to give us what we want. I tell you what I want. I want money for this project. What do you need to know to decide whether you're going to give us that? I don't take precious time telling you all about the project. Maybe 90% of what I say isn't necessary. It's going to get in the way of the time. Oh, what do you need to know to decide whether you want to give us what we want? Okay, but let's go back to your request then. I guess I didn't understand. So you just wanted some empathy from old Bill. You didn't want to change. You didn't want to get these arms not sent. I want to learn to have empathy for for him, and I don't. You want to have empathy for him? Yes. Oh well, then let's let's put give you the giraffe ears. Well, I'm not ready for them. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need before you can hear poor Bill? Because I don't know of anybody that needs more empathy in a situation than that. Then poor Bill. I want. I want um, more help to get in touch with what's going on, because I can only access the rage. 
and the and the fear. I can I can get to the fear, but then, then we'll put the giraffe ears back on Bill. Okay. So tell Bill what more you need him to connect with. Well, okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> What's going through my head is things like um, how can a, a group of people or a nation of people be able to sleep at night given that they profit from suffering that, that ca gets yeah. caused either by making weapons or selling weapons and, and our economy is so based on it. And so what's exasperatingly painful for you is to even <coughs> is not knowing what could go on in in people who would benefit at other people's suffering. What could be going on in us? Not knowing that, it's just excruciatingly painful for you to think that you're living in a world where that could happen. I don't know, I, I feel really hopeless when I think about people with resources spending their time and um, energy making and selling weapons. And all the energy that goes into the making of the weapons and the selling of them, the profits, wh what, what would keep those people from being aware of the suffering that's going to be created by that? Why wouldn't they use that same energy to serve life? This, this is dumbfounding to you. Painful to you. when there's so many smart people devoting so much, so many hours. People with intelligence, education, resources. How we could do that. How we could do that. We know what's going on over there. How we could do that. Bill, uh, how do you feel when you hear what she's saying? Hmm. We've got ten minutes to express all of that. Mm -hmm. Do your best, Bill. 
I could call him Bill. I used to live in Texas. It's enormously painful to me when I hear what you say. Enormously painful. Because I... I would like to contribute to what you want, which is really peace in that region. <laughs> 